All right. Um, so I just had a question. I start dental school in August and um, I was wondering when would be a good time to start studying one and then to take the CBSE exam. Okay. Start studying for the CBSE exam specifically? Yes. Where are you going to school? Um, I'm in Missouri, so I'm at UMKC. UMKC. Very nice. Nice. Missouri. Um, how far is that from St. Louis? Um, four hours. Oh my. Okay. I guess not close at all. I don't know. I'm just asking. Um, so the CBSC, you'll notice it's going to be a very different exam from everything else that you take in dental school. Dental school is going to kind of be modified more of like question, answer, question, answer, uh, raw memorization as you go. The CBSC is going to be like, okay, this means that. And then this means this. And together it's going to mean that, or, you know, something along the sorts. They're going to be giving you multiple clinical characteristics, features and such, uh, histology. Um, and you're going to have to like connect six or like three dots to get the answer. So essentially what I, and remember you're doing this all on top of dental school, all on top of, um, clinic, all on top of your normal dental school classes. I typically recommend just the whole first year, just focus on dental school, just focus on balancing like didactics because pretty soon they're going to end in clinic. And when they're ending in clinic, that's the point at which you're going to be like, I need to study for the CBSE. That's all I need to be focusing on now. So what I generally recommend is first year is all about maximizing how effectively you study effectively as in how you can get pushed like 9,500s on exams. That's, that's effective studying, right? And then efficient studying. So for example, I use Quizlets. Can I get down from studying a deck of a deck of Quizlet cards seven times to three and still get 90s? You see what I mean? Um, that's going to be your job first year. Reason being is because then they're going to end in clinic and then you're going to have half the amount of time or less to study for exams and still have to worry about clinic, patients, pouring up models, staying up till 1 a.m. on a Tuesday night in the dental school, um, you know, like the materials lab. The sim lab may be practicing crown preps. On top of that is going to be CBSC study, right? So, okay. So now let's get into the timeline. When would I recommend? I recommend after your first year, after D1 year, once you finish all that, I would take the test, but without studying for it. Reason being is, again, it's totally different from anything you've taken, you will take in dental school, right? It's going to be a completely different exam. You're going to have to be doing these, connecting the dots and answering. You have two minutes per question to answer because it's a 200 question exam. Right. So get an idea of what that test is next. Um, also, I don't know if you know, it's only offered twice a year. It's offered in the summer, like end of July, usually end of July. And then in the winter, usually early February or late January. Um, so take it for the first time after D1 year, then I would start studying for it. And your first real time, I would say to try and like hit a home run would be either winter of D2 year or forgetting that studying the whole year and trying to knock it out of the park after D2 year. Okay. Okay. Um, if you can, if, if you can, it depends on what your schedule looks like between clinic and classes and whatnot. If you can, I would take it during D2 year reason being, then you have like you, you studied for it. You have a foundation understanding. Now you can really hit it hard uh, the summer after D2 year. And if you still don't get the exam, the, the score you want, you could still take it in the middle of D3 year. You see? Yeah. 
Yes. I didn't realize that I was only offered twice a year. So that's definitely yeah. good to know. Um, and just because I really don't know much about this exam, what is an ideal score to get a range to be in to be competitive? Sure, With sure. That so, being like your academics are good and all the other stuff. Right. I I wouldn't compare the CBC to like, well, I got a really high GPA. This will kind of, in some cases that will balance out. I really think the CBC is just kind of its separate thing. Reason being is because that's the one metric that these programs can compare you against other applicants in the country. You know, everyone's GPA is going to be different because they're from different schools. Everyone's externship experience is going to be different. You have West Coast schools. You have the South programs you have the powerhouses in the north um the cbc is really kind of separate so your question is like what number they're giving like this three numbered score now if you do the just do the conversion to 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 let uh the two number score you want to try and get at least a 70 um but aim for at least that 75 that's kind of been the general consensus now because the average scores are going up this and that if you get a 75, you should be pretty secure if you have a, a well-rounded application. If you get a 70, you're good. If you don't get a 70, you still have a good shot. You still have you still have a decent shot depending on, you know, if you're within 65, 70, you're applying to four years, you have a rock star application, you have a really good shot still. But to be safe, 70, 75, you're looking really good. Okay. And so you kind of want to be on the higher end if you're looking at like a six-year program? Reason being, they need to know that you're going to pass the step exams. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for your advice. Yeah, you got it. Anytime you need anything, just, just hit me a DM. I can respond with the audio message messages super fast there. I'm always here to help. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Enjoy your summer. Thanks.